Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. This is officially, it's 947 on a Festivus day. And almost a couple more hours until Christmas of Eve. The Eve of Christmas. The Eves of Christmas. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. What fucking accent is that? I don't know. I was trying to do my my Spanish one from last episode. okay. Um, I remembered what the song was, and I started singing to it. Mm-hmm. And now, as I'm trying to think of it again, I freaking forgot. <laughs> it was uh, wasn't it Jingle Bells? No, it wasn't. No, it was uh, Blink One Eighty Two's "I Won't Be Home." But yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the song I'm trying to think of. Oh, uh, you that, still can't remember? I still I no, I remember during the week. Uh, I mean, uh, don't you write it down? I should have. Don't you like send it? To no, me? I I kept singing it to myself, thinking, yeah. Remember it, yeah, yeah. Remember, it. I can't forget it. And now uh, I'm thinking about it. I can't. Remember. No, that happens. So, where it's a, a lovely 2018 Eve of Christmas Eve, uh, coming to you, folks, here at the uh, you break you potted uh, studio, um, which is filled with boxes and treasures. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of shit right to, now. To 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 kind of you know get us in the in the pack rat mood. Of what is becoming uh, the uh, holiday Christmas season. Yes. Um, yeah, I've neglected the uh, the garage a bit. Fuck yeah. It's cool. You know. I uh, I have room. I'm comfortable. Actually pretty cozy because usually it's cold as shit in here. Yeah. yeah. You got jackets on, so that's nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, kind of a treat to, to do... Uh, not only two podcasts, but three. This will be our third one within the in month. In the month, within I know. Month. We're usually good with maybe fucking two. One, one to two. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. During the summer, we had a good spell, and then once like September came, it was maybe two. Yeah. But yeah, this is the third one for the month. So high five to us! Hey man, we're doing it. Doing it, doing it big. I mean, uh, we gotta get. We'll, we'll get some more guests in. We got some stuff uh, that we haven't talked about yet for 2019 lined up. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think well, hopefully we'll have one more maybe before the end of the year. Hopefully, hopefully, yes. Fingers crossed, but uh, nothing set in stone. No, but we do have something that we've uh, been talking about for a while, which is a commentary podcast. A new commentary, doing, which we've been. Uh, yeah, everyone's everyone's been waiting Woo! for. Everyone was lining up, man. When's the next commentary? When am I going to be able to watch a movie with you fucking two idiots uh, talking over it? I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. But it's a treat because we're trying to think of holiday movies to do. And um, it's kind of stereotypical. We did Jingle All the Way last year, which I think was probably the most pretty out there as far as like mainstream Christmas movies, you know, like as far as like 
things we can talk about we can make fun of without it being deliberately funny yeah 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 and you know there's a lot of other podcasts do you know christmas vacation christmas yes. story wonderful yeah, the, life the, 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 the main the ones main the big ones. ones we tried to do saving christmas from the almighty kirk cameron <laughs> which i heard is really terrible and it's really overtly christian in its theme but the guy that Kurt Cameron is, is fucking tight ass with this movie. I can't find it anywhere. And then I don't have internet uh, that is able to look it up on my mo- on the movie sites that I have. So all the movie sites that I, I save don't have it at all, which is not a surprise because I'm pretty sure no one wanted to waste time to upload. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. But in close second, which I think probably one of the better, one of the better things I've ever watched in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing the Star Wars Holiday Special. That's my, like, distress. Yeah. Deborah. Oh, my. Listen here, you Frankenstein. <laughs> See, I was going, I was going dad to Chewbacca, uh, and then you just went full on Romano. Ray Romano. Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas I hope you get a skull In your stocking Full of blood Mommy Where's my stocking Mommy Can I go out and Get some trees I can't think of anything Um, So Carol tonight (laughs) This special Has a lot of cool things about it one never officially released by George Lucas. George Lucas knew it was a piece of shit <laughs> and didn't want to release it. But I love it. I've already watched it. I've had this. Uh, I've had it on bootleg for maybe about five or six years already, and I think I've watched it every year since. And it is amazing. You can find it on YouTube, guys. Too. Um, I just don't yes. want to put it on the internet. I have a copy of it, so I, I like to use the copy. But uh, yeah, you can definitely find it on on YouTube. I'm sure there's there's a copy of it on there if you guys want to follow along and listen to it. We'll, we'll sync it up right at the right at the zero mark. But uh, yeah, 1977. So it came out right around the time that the original one came out. So this is oh, right like the year out. Like yeah, so it's after. within. I think I want to say it's within the year that it got released. So uh, I want to say maybe Star Wars will what, two years. Well, I actually I found an article okay. written about it off of Ranker dot com. Okay, uh, and they share some. Uh, so I'll, I'll share the title, and then we'll probably share some of these facts throughout the. Uh, okay, so it's sixteen cringeworthy facts you forgot about the notorious Star Wars holiday special by Stephen Roger Roger. I'm gonna go Roger. Cool. Credit to Stephen Roger. The infamous hol- holiday special is sort of a c- cinematic Bigfoot. It's so notorious, everyone reading this knows which holiday special we're talking about. Many speak of it, but few have actually seen it. And facts about the Star Wars holiday special are sparse and murky. And you've never seen it, right? Uh, you know, I think I've seen it. I remember trying to watch it once before I moved into the to my house. So okay. that was maybe about... It's, this ago? is maybe like five years ago five I last ago. watched it. Uh, but I just remember I was watching it late at night and I was fa- I fell asleep maybe uh, okay. maybe uh, like 30 to 40 minutes in. Sounds about right. Um, so the special was a much hyped television event that aired exactly once 
in 1978 and has since been passed around via bootleg tapes and eventually internet piracy. The singular live airing adds to the event's mystique, but it has but it was hidden for reasons more closely related to shame. Shame. Ding. Shame. So, for those of you that don't know what it's about, the story follows Chewbacca's Wookiee family as they await Chewie's return for Life Day, which is basically Space Christmas. The special is sort of a variety show with multiple bizarre, oddly placed vignettes interspersed throughout the main drama. The story of what happened to the Star Wars holiday special is almost as outrageous as the film itself. George Lucas, in a rare moment of honest self-assessment, hated the entire thing and tried to erase it from history. Sadly for Mr. Lucas, nerds have famously long and detailed memories. So the infamous dumpster fire of a TV special lives on to induce ignominy in an entirely new generation of Star Wars fans. So yeah, so that's the intro to the 16 cringeworthy fun facts. Okay. So... So do you want to uh, just kind of sprinkle them out throughout the... Yeah, I can okay. sprinkle them out. Like the first one, I mean, it, they kind of said already. It, it only aired once, but drew in massive audiences. Yeah. So... You know, uh, it, it, it's kind of a um, it's kind of a thing in itself, which is a trip, that it only aired once. One yeah. time. And yet, this thing has been passed around so many times. Yeah. And if you look at the quality, it's not that bad. Like, yeah. from where it's rendered or, you know, just bootleg after bootleg after bootleg. So, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I want to say, like, someone had to get a hold of it at Lucas to maybe put it out like there more. It. Like, maybe, because, I mean, just as if someone, you think about it, like, maybe Star Wars was a phenomenon mm-hmm. in 77. For this to air in seventy eight, this is already on the cusp of like, oh shit, there's gonna be more, you yeah. know, and this whole hype over this movie. But do you like do you think it was that that big of a hype that people like taped it? So there's there's more than you like, know, I think I think I think so. I think yeah. that people might have done that because you know, you you've got uh this space story that's introduced the year prior yeah you know and people are going you know seeing it multiple times going yeah. crazy for it you know so the fact that now there's something more you know this kind of adds to the anticipation of the next film that yeah. that came out so i don't i don't see why people wouldn't record it yeah you know cuz on youtube there's there's two versions one or it's just the film itself, but then the other one that has all the commercials in it as well. Oh, cool. So, you know, people definitely recorded it as it aired. And then, yeah, I think this one on the special features, this guy got down with this DVD. Oh yeah. It has, it has it cut up so you can just jump to different sequences. So I'm sure the, the, I'm sure the commercials are on here too, but first appearance of Boba Fett. Yes. In uh, the holiday special. And he's, He's like uh, exactly the colors of the jetpack, the rocket, yeah. the rocket launcher one. Uh-huh. That one, and that one's like the rarest toy ever too. So that one never got made. But hyped over Boba Fett, hyped over this uh, special, and Empire's what three years away? Did Four? it take three years? It took it took a while for yeah. Because yeah. Empire is what 82? 82, 83? Yeah, um, eighty three, right? I think so. Because I what I think it is eighty three or eighty one. Maybe it is eighty one. Maybe returns eighty three. 
Anyway. Yeah, talk while I look this up. Anyway, um, I'm kind of eager to see this again. 1980. 1980. So, yeah, it was three years from when it first came out. Yeah. So, I'm kind of eager to see this again. Um, I know I have seen, I know around like this time, people will post on like Instagram, like short videos of it. You know, you got like, uh, what, uh, B. Arthur or whatever in it. Yeah. 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 So, we'll see. I'm excited. I love this. I it's like I only watch it once a year, and for some reason it's just I never like it. There's certain parts of this that get to like burned in my brain. Yeah, but I can't like it's not like Jingle All the Way where I know it fucking beat for beat. Right. So there's surprises in this thing that I'm like, holy shit, and then it like still like amazes me. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. All right. So you're ready to start this up? Yes. So, so we're we're at. Zero. And here we go. Bly. Oh, okay. So now we're starting with a montage of uh looks like it looks like a new hope, but you've got C three PO and R two kind of. Oh, so this is this is the commercials. Oh, this is the first commercial. Yeah, so they're talking about Oh, they got all the Kenner toys. Yeah. You know, I ended up buying uh I think when what year is this? Uh, last year, I did a set for Tops uh-huh. for the 40th anniversary yeah. of uh, A New Hope. Wow, that wow, that's a pretty sweet setup. Oh, with the with the trash compactor. Um, sorry, so the they're, they're showing off the toys. They're showing off the uh, Death Star playset. All this Kenner stuff, man. Kenner cleaned. Oh, oh yeah, they. They came in sick. And it looks like this that was like a personal introduction by C-3PO and R2-D2. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, so, so we haven't played the movie yet. No. So this was just the pre. Yeah. Okay. So, psych, folks. Sorry. All right. Psych. And now. Now it's played. <laughs> All right. So All we right. see the Millennium Falcon in a close-up, and then we see a really, really terrible <laughs> shot of Han Solo and Chewbacca. Hey Chewie, you gotta outrun these Death Stars. Do you do you think like they just didn't care at this point where they're just like, look, fucking people, man, like they paid so much money for this before, and we don't have enough money to fucking put good decent cameras, so we're gonna shoot it like a soap opera. I I think they kind of went in knowing it was gonna be low budget. Yeah, but what an amazing thing to get the whole cast. Yeah, all the main actors. Yeah. Because that, that never happened again. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I did a set for Tops, and okay. uh, I got, like, uh, like uh, Kenner Crazy, and I bought a uh, a uh, Darth Vader with the... Uh, with the lightsaber in his With the lightsaber yeah. that retracts. Yeah. Poor, poor cape quality. Yeah. It was, like, ten bucks. That's not bad. My uh, my uncle found one in the backyard. No, oh. yeah. So I have like an original uh, Luke Skywalker with the yellow lights. Oh, nice! It's it's dinged up, man. Oh it's, yeah, it was buried in dirt for like years. Man, look how coked up she was. Oh yeah, <laughs> look how coked up he was. Look at Anthony Daniels is like fucking hate everybody. So the whole premise of um the the holiday special is that. 
It's life. R two D two is R two D two. So they don't celebrate Christmas in Star Wars uh, land, which is like the first kind of PC move of like an actual franchise to say like, oh look, Star Wars is for everybody. It doesn't need to be Christmas. It could be literally a holiday special. So in Chewbacca's world, they celebrate Life Day, and uh, his whole the whole premise of it is that he has to get back to his family for Life Day. One thing I, for those of you who've seen uh, uh, Solo, I really wanted them to introduce uh, his whole family, at least somebody, or you know, Itchy? like some, something. Oh, I, we can't hear anything. Jefferson Starship. We built this city. Dang, and Harvey Corman's in this, and he's playing multiple. He's playing guys, girls, aliens. All right. There we go. That was the intro. All right. That's it, guys. That's the end of this episode. General Motors. Almost non-existent General Motors now. Do you think... Do you think... People... Back then knew Star Wars was gonna... Blow up and be as massive as it is now no I don't think so I I think there was like a meat like I think by the empire I think it was already like solidified that uh-huh. it was like insane but the first movie I mean there's there's opportunities for it and I think that's why Lucas did this was just because there was such a big draw for, for that movie to begin with uh-huh. but the magnitude of the fandom and like what it's actually created and stuff like I don't think anyone saw that coming dude yeah yeah you got that's some horrible I and one thing I wish I don't think they ever did it in the they they never put subtitles on what the Wookiees were saying huh no no so if you're watching this literally you can't you cannot understand what they're saying it's just uh, you're you're pretty much going based off their. You leave it to interpretation. Their their physical actions. Yeah. You know, you know, young young Chewbacca. It, it's basically got in trouble with Grandpa Chewbacca. It's basically like watching uh, a foreign film without subtitles. Like you just have to go off the of mannerisms and toothless Grandpa Chewbacca. So they're on Kashyyyk. Wow. Oh, man, it's like literally just watching like people with like upset stomachs talk to one another. He's whittling a fucking X-wing. It's like uh, I, I'm gonna say that that's that's an homage to the to uh, Rogue One when those kids were making the stormtroopers oh, yeah. and stuff, yeah. whittling them out of wood. Oh, no nuts for you, little one. Not until dinner, dude. Because his dad's coming. Appetite. Chewie's coming. You home. gotta wait. Yes. What do you think they were doing when he was trapped? Do you think well, that was like? Do you think that was before he had a family, or do you think that like he was well, still with this girl? <sighs> or do you think like because you you got okay? He came back from so, that like fucked up. So spoilers he, for those of you who haven't seen Solo, but when uh, but the, I think Solo takes place what I don't know. Before. <laughs> well, no, no, it does take place before. Before. Uh, it before, takes place before, before Empire. I want to say it takes place at least 10 years before. I think that's what, what was said. 10, ten years before. 
Well, not Empire. You mean uh, before a New Hope? Yeah, New Hope. Yeah, I want to say it, I, but then it, it might be it might be five. Yeah, you know, let me look this up. But do you think like it was like a Rambo situation where like Grandpa like knew or his dad knew he was coming home, and it was like a POW kind of situation? Well, no, like he see, finally came home because I think this might have been. Oh yeah, you know what? Because then he would have had the family by the by that time. Or at least his girl. But imagine, like, it's all, like, fucking PTSD, dude. And she's, like, waking up in the middle of the night. And he's just like, ah! ah! Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's all right, Chewie. Don't worry. Let's take a fucking name. The Clone Wars. Like, do you remember that? I had to eat people. Yeah. They put me in a fucking dungeon. And even before that, it's like, they killed our people. Yeah. Yeah. Because this has to be after the rebuilding part. This was way after the Clone Wars. This is after, way after the Clone Wars. After, um, what is it? Uh, uh, the uh, uh, Sith one, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, this is this is after New Hope. This is after Solo. Yeah. Well, this is all. You know what? Guys, you're not missing much anyway. He's literally fought. There's nothing going on. There's nothing on going on. They're just like gesturing and like, okay, like you wait here. I'm going to. I'm gonna go pound one out or something. Um, like, where, where's the fucking kid at? I don't know. Fuck him. He's on a ledge somewhere. Oh. Anyway, um, why wouldn't you they, write? Scripts? I would think that they would. I, I would think that they maybe family was worried about him. They probably thought he was fighting in the war. They didn't know what was going on with him. Maybe. So maybe I wonder if this is like his first time like going back home. Maybe. But how do you explain that to your kids too? Where it's like it's kind of like a Tony Soprano moment where uh-huh. it's just like you live in a house, you're getting taken care of, but how are you getting the money? Because him and him and Han are fucking smugglers at that point. This yeah. is smugglers with a heart of gold. But how do you explain that to your family? like a fucking Breaking Bad situation too. Right, like he's just kind of sending money home. Yeah. How do you know? Where are you going? Yeah, and I don't think... Oh, okay, we've got some something new happening. We've got them on the... Uh, that What's that chess game called that they play? I don't know, I forgot. But they've got some weird genie-looking green dancers. I don't like this. <laughs> I had a, this I had a dream creepy. like this one time. It was real super creepy. Kind of looks like Will Smith in the new Aladdin. Dude. Yeah, did you uh, see that? Yeah, they're weird. They say he's gonna be blue. They just haven't worked on the effects yet. I don't think so. Uh, that's what they're saying. That's what the article says. EW says that. <laughs> EW is notorious for fucking making terrible pictures. So. But then why wouldn't they just? I just told you right now. But no, because but they what? don't have the fucking effects right now. But they could have done it in Photoshop. I just told you right now. They don't fucking have it. What don't you get? If Disney would have fucking did it, they would have did it. Is she like a G string? I think so. Why? Body Were you pink? looking at pervert? No, no, Focus. because I'm just thinking. Look like, at him, is, dude. He saw it too. Yeah. Look at his eyes. He's like, oh No, shit. because I'm just thinking like this. What the? I'm getting, getting a little kashik myself. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking because it's like, this is in 78. That's some pretty... Uh, pretty inappropriate stuff for 78 i don't like this this is dude it looks like he's jerking it in my opinion he looks all furious looking at it creepy yeah yeah. don't look at me don't look at me 
there's this video that I th- I think my dad shared it on his Facebook. It really like weirds me out. More than this? <laughs> no, this is like on the same level. Um it's this it's it's these two uh performers. And they're in black suits, and they have these masks with clay. And they do, like, this interpretive dance talk thing. Okay. And they, what they do is they add clay to their, to their okay. face. Yeah, I did see that. To, to kind of outdo one another. But it's super creepy. Like, uh... What's that one? Another one of those shows that really creeped me out watching when I was younger. Uh, what's that? Um, the one with the big, the big, the guy in the big suit, uh, like the big uh, body suit. Um, has like the big nose. It's uh, some weird name. Like I can't even think of it. But there's like puppets. It looks like it's something out of Jim Henson's thing. I don't know. I have no clue. If anybody knows, let us know. Oh, man, now that's bugging me, too. Stupid. First, I don't know the song, now that. Yeah, you're kind of killing me on that. Anyway, that, uh, I don't know, just weird stuff like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know, it didn't sit well with me. Yep, and still nothing. <laughs> still nothing, like, they, a, just, they just watch a dance performance, wow. and Grandpa's just there. Okay, she's going to communicate her. How do you think the kids felt when they watched this shit? Just like, holy fuck. Like, I know this is Star Wars, but Jesus Christ. I'm going to bend this a bit. Actual words pop up. You have reached traffic control. Three. Okay, now we got the Star Wars language popping up. Kisses and hugs, kisses and hugs. X's and O's. No starship. Oh, oh, so, so they're, yeah, they're looking for so cheering. they're eager. They want to know if he's yeah, home, almost cheering. home. He needs to be home for life day. You're not here Grandpa's yet. like, "Fuck him, uh, man! Are you kidding me?" So you know what? Maybe you this, deserve maybe better. This will help people if they watch it because then we're kind of interpreting what they're saying. Yeah, well, I'm just. I always do this anyway. All right, let's go to like, the TV. Like the guy that still needs to prove himself. Okay. Oh, they're calling Luke. Hey, Luke. Hi, Luke. Okay, so Luke Skywalker shows up. Lumpy. Wow. Oh, man. He's pretty right now. Very pretty. All right, so they're all kind of yelling at Luke. They will... Fucking Lumpy, go play over there with your fucking weird toys. Little Lumpy Lumpsack. Okay, so I'm sure they're asking him if they know where he's at. Do you have any idea what time it is? He should be here. Luke's preoccupied. Oh, man. Yeah, they, they caked that maybe. He's vaping it. Did he even vape Luke? Maybe it was... uh. Oh, a picture of Toy Chewbacca. He's not here yet. No. Do you? Oh, my God. This is upsetting me. You know you're answering the, the movie, right? Yes, I know. No, I they know. can't hear it. So you're just literally answering things that they have no idea uh, what you're answering. But if, I'm, I'm assuming that the listener is watching along with us. 
I guess. You're literally answering. <laughs> You're talking to a screen right now. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I'm the voice of the of the the Wookies. You're not believable. That's not believable, Luke. He's not held up. Well, no, he was held in captivity. Oh, for... maybe. <laughs> maybe it wasn't for too maybe long that he was were, held. Maybe they were. Maybe Life Day's like, uh, like a new thing. You, maybe it was established after the rebuilding of Kashyyyk. Could be. But he would be locked up by that time. So he'd still miss Not it. necessarily. Yeah, because that's after the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars destroys fucking Kashyyyk. Right, but they've rebuilt. Yeah, but he's not there. Or is he? And then he left to rejoin the war. But then he'd still miss a life day. They said he hasn't missed a life day. Maybe he was only re- redrafted for a few. Or it's like, like, hey, look, I'll go with you, but I gotta be back by life day. <laughs> no, like he was, he was drafted. This guy always asked for life day. He was, he was, he went back to war after a life day. Was captured. Yeah. And, and held nice captive enough. for for like let's say six let's say let's up say six months up until the day before life day, and then he and then he leaves. So then everything that takes place in Solo happens within a span of what you figure like a month, two months. But he still misses life day. He doesn't. They're fucking. You're living in a fucking fantasy world, dude. You no, have to because then miss at that point, day. because then at that point, he's a smuggler. He's no longer part of the war. He takes on a smuggler's life, so he he can come and go wherever he wants as he pleases. So you're saying to me, you're fucking saying to me, in your world, there's not a situation where he would miss life day. Because he no, is a smuggler, because not, it's not a dangerous fucking job. It's not that they get held up for anything. No, anything I'm not like saying that. I'm not saying that there isn't a situation, but I'm saying due to his circumstances, he ha- he he's he hasn't missed one. He hasn't missed a life day because he's able – whatever happens takes place in between each life day. We got, Imagine it's so deep with that. We're like fucking – Abrams is like, dude, let's not forget he has to be home before life day. Like everything <laughs> has to rel- – they're like, dude, let it go. It's not even fucking canon. It's canon for me. <clears throat> Do you know how those fucking bootlegs got around? I did it. <laughs> What is this? We got John Holmes right there. John Holmes and uh, Frank Zappa. He had to put his uh, had to put his fucking that suit on so his penis wouldn't flop out, dude. Seventies porn star John Holmes. He really was. Oh, I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know who either. I don't know who that old guy is, but apparently he's somebody from the seventies. But he's getting a call from uh, Mrs. Chewbacca. My God. Wondering when that shaggy carpet will arrive home. I assure you, man, it's on its way. But then I wonder, because we get in Force Awakens, Maz Kanata says that that's that Chewbacca's her her boyfriend. So is he cheating on his wife? Did his wife die? Maybe she hasn't. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe he didn't meet her yet. Wait, when? During Mas. Solo. Wait, the wife? Yeah, maybe he didn't meet her. 
Yes. Yeah. Because you figure what Lumpy's at least maybe maybe three, four. Hey, that's a big three-year-old. Dude, he's fucking Wookie. What do you want, dude? Yeah. I'm sure he could probably. He's probably like a year. But he's whittling stuff. Or is that his, who do you think whittled that? No, I don't think he. Fucking Grandpa that. did. Grandpa whittled that. Grandpa whittled it. He's at least. I'm gonna say at least five. Just the thing to keep you squeaky clean. Okay, it still fit in that timeline though. Yeah. Are you talking about time now? I don't know. So he's like a salesman that sells cheaply made goods. How do you know that? <laughs> because he's selling something to this uh, imperial officer. I thought I might embarrass you, but I told you to accept it as a gift. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Now he's talking. Okay. I get it. No, you don't. I don't get it. <laughs> you fucking I really don't, don't I'm get just, it. I'm just trying to speak words, so it's not, you know. Okay, so we've got a shot from the film with bad voiceover. Yeah, that's really bad. Look at those sideburns, man. You can, like, if you ever had a doubt in your mind that this was filmed in England, just fucking watch it, man. And it is so many sideburns. Yep. It's an English thing, man. Okay, we, okay, so cut, and now we're back on Kashyyyk. Yes. Ugh. I really wish there were subtitles. I really wish people watched, watched along with us. Please, folks, watch along with us. Okay. Um, so, I'm, I, this fucking Brad over here, dude. Oh, man, I'd be so pissed. So, like, when the fuck is this dude gonna come home? I know, you figure this is the next day, they, so he's a day late at this point. Yeah. One day closer to life day. Dang, now she's calling this no, dude dressed as a chick. I think she just, it's a girl. Oh, I understood that. Oh, okay. So it's like a like a like a like a he she Martha Stewart. Okay, so she's watching a show on how to uh, under flat screen TV. Did you notice that? They're ahead of the time. Wow. Not mounted though. Oh, they're making Bantha. Bantha loin. Cool. Dude, that should be your next costume for Halloween. This guy? <laughs> Maybe Robin Williams saw that and like, dude, one day, <laughs> this is my inspiration, dude. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello! Mrs. Seldner. So this is like a so Star like, Wars version of a Julia Child show. I yeah. Think, yeah. But is she Chocolate talking hair. directly to her? Maybe. I mean... It's not like a pre-recorded show. I don't think so. Or it might be. I don't know. I No clue. Star Wars is a, is a mystery for me. I think in their world, though, it'd be something like that where you can interact with them at least. You know? Yeah. Maybe the technology's there. Like the, uh, like the Harry Potter newspapers that move. Yeah. That's cool. 
Are you still clan Hufflepuff? What's up? Are you still Hufflepuff on your... Oh, dude, I'm Hufflepuff. I got Hufflepuff mm-hmm. socks for uh, Christmas, which was great. I finally uh, learned what the fourth fourth house was called. Ravenclaw? Yes. Mm-hmm. I knew it, and then I forgot. I forgot, too. But then I remembered, because that was the last conversation we had about that. And but for some reason, my kid's super into... My oldest is super into Harry Potter right now. Harry Potter's tight, dude. I think it just gets to that point of, like, it's it's cool to like Harry Potter. So, Harry Potter's fucking metal, dude. Like, the last couple movies? Yo, yeah. Like, what, what is it? After, um... After, uh, well, even, like, uh, Cham- Chamber of Secrets. Goblet of Fire chill. is pretty... Prisoner Azkaban's like when it gets fucking. Yeah, intense, that's yeah. when it starts going down, like and, not down, but like yeah. darker. Dazzly Hall is one and two. That, those are my shit right there. Like, the ultimate showdown with Voldemort, dude. He who shall not be named. Ooh, I said it though. I was watching that. <laughs> 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 that's 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 a that's a Mrs. Delphire thing right there. Yeah, dude, that 100%. is a Mrs. Delphire joke. Not even. Dude. What did she say? I haven't been. I haven't been a woman for a week, and I'm already getting hot flashes. <laughs> Dude, look, she has like multiple hands. Oh, what? Yeah, she has like four hands or four arms. I'm sorry, four arms. Huh? Get it? Four arms. Four arms. Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? Those boobs don't look real. Says you, bro. They're not even bouncing. Maybe they're stiff. Maybe she's got. Oh, she, maybe she's got good support. There goes that fourth arm. She looks like um. Oh, the 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 evil stepmother. There you go. Yeah. From uh, what is it? Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. But like, like a like a BBW version. <laughs> yes, a BBW version. <laughs> This podcast span, uh, sponsored by Pornhub. <laughs> Make sure to check your categories for BBWs. So she just she just turned it off. She doesn't make any more sense. Okay, so we're already. Oh, I don't know. No, we've been going. Let's see. We're about twenty minutes in. Okay, I would say. twenty minutes in, and we're barely seen action of where where Han and Chewie are right now. Right. We've already seen the fucking family just literally pick their asses and just do nothing. Like, wonder where he's at, call everybody to figure out where he's at, and they've been in a space yeah. dog fight. Wow. All right, the okay, so they're trying to get home right now, but they're getting chased by uh, by TIE fighters right now. So, Empire's onto them. I like that they use the footage from the film. Yeah. But it's poor. Well, I mean, this... It doesn't look as good as what was in the film. Oh, fuck no. I mean, the rendering, I'm sure, like, was terrible for those. Have you seen the original uh, versions in their, like, theatrical... Yeah. I have them. I have... I have them bootleg. I have uh, Blu-ray quality... Oh, really? Bootleg version. I have a. I bought some with this one actually when it when I when I got the holiday special and they're the original theatrical runs, but uh, the boxes yeah have uh, description. One of them's descriptions for Predator, the first one, 
And then the other one says that Jean-Claude Van Damme's in it. Oh. And then I think uh, Return is where they say the uh, – I think that one's the point break, I want to say. <laughs> I'll, show, I'll say them to you. They're fucking bizarre, dude, but they're Japanese. They're amazing. The covers look so tight, too. So they just put wording on there to make it look it's, like yeah, legit. I, it makes no sense. Even in the back, in the back of the box too, there's a Schwarzenegger book from oh, fucking Predator. Man. It's so weird. Then I'm getting a call from an uh, imperial, uh, or like a message from an imperial uh, officer. Like, look, we know where the fucking dudes at. Give them up. Yeah. Remember what happened with Kashyyyk the first time? Shit's gonna happen again. Execute order sixty six. Oh, it's the it's the guy from before the mechanic salesman guy. He's not living in the van down by the river. Anymore. No, but he's got that deep deep V cut shirt. Oh, his favorite Wookiees. Um, here, let's look up these uh fun facts. Oh, he got through the Imperial Patrol. Okay, um, so only aired once, but drew massive audiences. So the Star Wars Holiday Special, <clears throat> ostensibly a Christmas film, aired only once on November 17, 1978. It was a highly anticipated event with a full-page advertisement and TV guide that was a big deal at the time, and a runtime of 98 minutes. A massive home audience tuned in for the second installment in the Star Wars saga and probably came away with a serious urge to become a Trekkie. The special reportedly reached around 13 million American homes. That's like uh, that's like what Walking Dead pulls in, yeah. or pulled in. Now, now yeah. it's like 7 million up there. Yeah. Big numbers. Yeah. Harvey Corman plays three roles, including one in blackface. Oh, my God, really? I don't remember that. It was tasteful. So, um, Harvey Corman, he was the, uh, he, so he was the, uh, did you say when it was tasteful? Right. Because you can't do it now. It was never tasteful. <laughs> but, ne- okay. Never tasteful. Okay. Then it was, I'm, it, it was a you bit can say more it acceptable. Was ex- no, it was acceptable. It was acceptable. It was never <sighs> difference. Huge oh, difference. God. No, I'm not. A huge difference. Way big difference. I mean, if you were to do it now, you'd get. I mean, in the, have you heard the stories of like these uh, teachers who? Uh, yeah. th- there was one I heard. I was like for Halloween, a, a, uh, this like uh, Midwest teacher, yeah, uh, ended up getting put on administrative leave because she went to a party outside of work hours okay. with I think it was other teachers and friends dressed as characters from Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. This teacher ended up dressing up as La Fonda. Okay, and ended up getting getting in she trouble. Got canned? Uh, I don't know if she got canned, but I know she was uh, she wasn't allowed to work. Oh, look, well, they're they're getting hair. I mean, hair done. I can't I can't defend those those actions of her getting canned or administrative leave or whatever because I I do believe it's off of work, so it shouldn't have to do with your job, right? But there's a social consciousness now that says, hey man, maybe you shouldn't do fucking blackface because right. it's not fucking cool at all and it's never been cool but now it's for sure not cool and you're gonna get a ton of shit for it yeah even if you don't believe it's not cool say a ton of shit maybe yeah. you shouldn't do it no now, any other characters you can do now now you can't do it. it i think the one the, the last ones to i think pull it off well on tv was uh it's always sunny 
Yeah, but that okay. That's a difference though because they were making social satire off of that, right? Like they were making uh, like a commentary on things of of that nature where they were making fun of it, but it was still to a point of like. You know, no one on that show is a racist. Or oh, no of course, one on that right. show. of course, it, it's political satire. I think that's the difference. I right. think it's 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 with purpose. Like it serves a purpose to fucking do it. I don't like these kaleidoscope-looking dancers again. Ugh, dude, there's so many. Like, there's so much dancing. Oh, I'm getting dizzy shit. looking at this kaleidoscope. Remember when kaleidoscopes were huge? Yes. And that shit lasts until the 90s. Yes. So remember, like, even at Shakey's or, like, Chuck E. Cheese, where you get, like, the low point tickets? Yeah. Try to, like, sell you those bootleg kaleidoscopes. You're like, well, but they only work for, like, Silver a tuna tonight. It's the worst, dude. <laughs> is this, Sade? Uh, is that Donna Summer? I th- I yeah, I think they announced her at the start of the film. Oh, hey, no. Yeah, I'm getting your message. Jesus oh wait, Christ. so it's so it's Grandpa Wookie who's like getting, who's seen this in his in his hairstyler. So this is uh, this is like the early this is early stages of uh, VR. VR. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's this is what they do on Pornhub now. Oh no, uh, Grandpa Wookie is like too into this. Yes, tell this? me a secret. So sorry, just. Tell me a secret. You find me adorable? Jesus Christ. Oh, man. This is... Oh, no. He's slobbering at the mouth. I'm your fantasy. I'm your experience. Why would this... This Dude. is... George Lucas had to be super coked up at this point where he's just like... Yeah, it is fucking. We're making this technology where you can like fucking totally like. Look at this! Uh, isn't it like a see-through uh, drape, white drape? You can totally have sex with the computer. We should put that in the special. Like George, this is for kids. Yeah, fucking kids should be fucking mature enough to know it. So going back to Harvey Corman. So the holiday special features cameos from. Uh, some classic comic actors like Art Carney and Richard Pryor, but it's Harvey Corman who puts in the most work playing three different roles. Unfortunately, his standout character was a mem- was memorable for all the wrong reasons. So, uh, Corman's turn as Chef Gormanda, okay. a four-armed alien, saw the veteran actor wearing blackface. Oh, it didn't look blackface to me. Yeah, it was like yeah, silver. It was like thought, like a, like a silver, silver like yeah. a silver like. Anyway, uh, that's right. The Star Wars Holiday Special is not just awful from a storytelling perspective; it's also unconscionably racist. Uh, that's a bit. I think that's a bit bit of a reach. Despite Why do you say it's racist because of the blackface. Despite yeah, despite the insanely offensive costume choice. The physical comedy of a gangly Wookiee trying to keep up with the cooking pace of a four-armed alien is one of the few legitimately humorous moments in the holiday special. And I didn't find that funny. I didn't find it funny either. I think, you know why I think they're saying it's racist and blackface? Because the depiction of him in with darker skin, okay. a woman with... Big gray hair fro type thing, like that wasn't a fro. Well, I know it wasn't a fro, but it was like, but it was like a big, like a lot of hair, okay, like a almost like a weave, 
and then the 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 uh, the buxom the the large the large the, lar- uh, the the thicker the thicker form. If you guys can't see Drew's uh, really turning red right now. Going, uh, the buxomness of this uh, man. Pretty <laughs> lady. <laughs> I still that's a reach though. That's a mad reach. I don't I don't see anything wrong with yeah, like that's no. I didn't think that was racist at all or blackface or anything like no, that. No, I didn't like, even I didn't even look at it as blackface. I thought it was just like the like she a, like, a meta- like a yeah, like yeah. a like a copper almost. Yeah. So this this is Diane Carroll. So she was she's a, like a singer and you know does has a bunch of hats that she wears but uh, I guess she was known for being on a lot of TV shows in the 70s, like Dynasty and stuff like that. Oh. Uh, yeah. And she's singing. And she's singing, and I think fucking Grandpa's just jerking it mercilessly to her, you know? Just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're my fantasy. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. He's all fucking just doing he's, blow. He's got to be dizzy, too. I would be dizzy. He's got the spins, dude. It's kaleidoscope, dude. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh. What about this minute? Diane. What was her name again? Uh, Diane Carroll. Diane Carroll. Yes. Kids must be so fucking confused. Like that's that's kind of the the articles that I want to read or like kids' reactions to this. Like after they watched it, uh huh. Like seventy eight. They're just so psyched because they're just like fucking Star Wars. We don't get another one of these for fucking two years. Like what what's going on? And then they get it and they're just like, what the fuck is this? Like what what are we doing with this? And I'm sure parents are like, okay, what is going on with this lady? And the dads are like, I think it's okay. And you're like, shut the fuck up, Ted. Yeah. Let's Your see. son's trying to watch this fucking lame shit. And you're over here ogling Diane Carroll. Okay, so now we see C-3PO and we see um, Princess Leia. Okay. So and she's supposed to be singing soon. It looks like a like a tax office or something. It does. Like an H&R block. Yeah. H&R star system or something. Like she's doing, she's doing the rebellion's tax. Yeah, she's just crunching numbers right now. Oh, so it is life day right now. Oh, so, so the day of. And so Nala, Nala's still looking for Chewie. And I think they have like 25 TVs in that house because every fucking like room they're in, there's something that they're trying to talk to these people on. Yeah. She says that she would like to grant your request, but she's unable to do so. You mean they haven't arrived yet? Uh oh. No, I'm worried. Can we understand her message? Yeah, C three PO, you can you can know what they're saying, but we know. No, I've got Lumpy and Grandpa here. He's in his hairdresser again. A friend. Who's this friend? Oh, this guy. Oh my god. The repair guy. That guy could be Sting's dad. He could. I know I can count on you to take care of my friends until they'll be to return. Okay, so he's so Leia's entrusting him to take care of 
What's her name? What's the Nala? Nala. Like in Lion King. Nala, Itchy, and Lumpy. Nala, Itchy, and Lumpy. I, uh, I wonder why. Now I see why he's always itchy in that freaking hairdresser VR. Ladies and gentlemen, the comedic styles of Drew Lopez. Perfect for the comedy of 1978. <laughs> They're still in this dogfight. So they've been in this dogfight for over a day. Yeah. Oh, they got out of it. Okay, Han and Chewie got out of it. Imagine that's you. what the fucking Millennium Falcon ride is going to be like at Star Wars. Oh. We're just like, it's the holiday special. <laughs> you got to learn how to cook with four hands. So they're off. They're off course. Yeah. And I'm assuming Han makes a joke of walking. It's life day. Yeah, but I've never missed a life day, Han. He's missed him. They've already he established fucking, he's never missed a that's life fucking, day. That's a plot, dude. That's a plot hole. He's never missed a life day. I wonder what that kid's doing now. The lumpy? Guy that, the guy that's in the fucking little lumpy costume. Uh-oh. Oh, they're happy. They hear him. They're running. This place is this like... Oh, psych fucking empires there, dog. Stormtroopers. Oh, hey now. Did they get an actual, uh, Imperial... No, it's the guy from earlier who called them. I'm assuming they're looking for Han and Chewie. If only he said something instead of waiting, waiting ten minutes to walk in. Look at this place. It's disgusting. Who lives on this? I wanna... I wanna ban the tenderloin. Dude, why didn't he just... Why didn't knowledge just fucking rip him to shreds? They, I don't... Well, I mean, they do have guns on them. But the... Dude. Stormtroopers would have missed anyways. You'd think, like, for a being wife, the Mark. wife of Chewie. She'd have to be, like, one of the, the strongest ones, you yeah. would think. She'd have, like, a bow gun somewhere, or... I want to get one of those uh, those those Imperial officer hats from Disneyland. Oh yeah, with the Mickey ears on it. No, no, it's 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 literally that. Oh, they just have that in black. Oh shit, I don't know. That's cool. But it's like thirty bucks. Yeah, I don't want to pay thirty bucks. I wouldn't wear it anyway. I'd only wear it at Disneyland. I wouldn't even wear it there. That's a cool hat though. Yeah, I just can't rock that hat. It looks weird. Alright, so he wants to see their identification, but now this guy can't find it. Oh, let's shoot his head off if he doesn't give it to me. So they're looking. I can't find any reactions to, uh, to this. Excuse me. Also, she hasn't seen it. Okay. Chewbacca's dad watches hologram erotica. Perhaps the most bizarre scene in the entire holiday special occurs fairly early on when Chewbacca's father, Itchy, seriously, plugs into his personal hologram machine, the Mind Evaporator. Despite the foreboding title, the Mind Evaporator allows users to turn their fantasies into holographic realities. Itchy immediately uses it to imagine a human woman in a revealing dress and a bad wig, because apparently Chewie's dad is into some 
deeply freaky stuff. She starts by attempting quite successfully to the seduce to seduce the elderly Wookiee with a bit of breathy dialogue about how adorable he is. The woman then sings a vaguely erotic song while Windows Media player effects play in the background. <laughs> it's fucking true. Throughout the show, Itchy grunts with what appears to be sexual pleasure, despite the fact that his entire family is in the house. What a pervert. Yeah, and he, it's literally in the fucking living room. Like, that dude's right in the middle of everything. Like, li- like someone could just literally just come in and just be like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, my God, Blip, fucking Lumpy, what are you doing? <sighs> Don't look at me, Lumpy. Don't look at me. So they're just searching everything and confiscating stuff at this point. Oh wow, this is this is pretty interesting. So a large portion of the holiday special features Chewbacca's family interacting with one another or the multitude of characters who visit them. Since Chewie's dialogue is never subtitled in any Star Wars film, and Han Solo is usually the only translator around, most of what the family says is completely indecipherable. (laughs) Watching the holiday special is like watching a foreign film without without subtitles, only way worse because the language isn't spoken by anyone on Earth. It's very fucking hard. The sound team behind the holiday special had to record over an hour of Wookiee speech for the 98-minute broadcast. Oh, my God. Ugh. I can't imagine. Does it say where this is shot at? Because this is in a Pinewood, right? Oh, I have no idea. I'm sure they just filmed it in a... In like a random fucking studio? Yeah. yeah. Oh, is this Jefferson Starship? Yeah. All right. So they opened up that little mechanism that looked like a portable computer. And now and it's music. Jefferson Starship a boom is box. playing. Here, let's see if we can hear it. Hear a little bit. Wow. So there's a there's a little fun fact about that. Okay. So Jefferson Star Tri- Starship is in it and has released a single to celebrate their inclusion. Carrie Fisher wasn't the only one to lend her musical talents to the Star Wars Holiday Special. Popular band Jefferson Starship also showed up to sing Light the Sky on Fire while a member of the Empire looks on with mild amusement. <laughs> him, <laughs> there he dude. is. He's kind of got like a smirk on him. He's like tapping his, <laughs> he's tapping his finger. The band performs under purple lighting, which is supposed to make them look holographic, but actually just makes them look sort of blurry. Yeah. Kind of looks like a purple rain kind of deal. But, like, worse. He's, like, talking to to an ice cream. Oh, it didn't look like an ice cream to me. No. Uh, They re-released Light the the Sky on Fire as a single, boldly announcing their appearance on the holiday special on the cover. As if performing for space Nazis is something to be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard, I've never referred to them as space Nazis. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what there is. Wow, this fucking song blows. Wow. Is Grace Slick there or no? I have no idea. 
Because I think Grace Slick, I know, well, I know for a fact Grace Slick was in Starship because she sang We Built This City. But maybe she's not in this video? Here comes the spoken word part. <coughs> fucking song blows. Yeah, not feeling this song. Oh, man. This looks like Spinal Tap. But worse. Is he playing it with his teeth? Yeah. How do you play guitar? Uh, uh, I, I with your hands? Play, uh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> I learned some uh, penis tricks through... Uh, oh, stuff. dude, don't do that. I'll cut you up. Not, when, you, not when you built calluses. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I made a pick, especially for my head. I put it on there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> my god. I want to fast forward through this part. I do too. I uh, legitimately want to fucking fast forward through this. But then I I think if we give the leeway to yeah. start fast forwarding, we're going to fast forward through everything. Yeah, we got to sit through this. Even he didn't want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. They're both looking, other they'd the rather look out the window. They were literally looking out the window, just like, fuck, dude, again with this shit? The only one that wants to see it is that one. Yeah, him. He's laughing. Maybe he's never seen live music. music? Yeah. But it's not even live. It's supposed to be pre-recorded. Oh, maybe he's never seen pre-recorded. Maybe he's never heard music, period. Except, dun, 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 Maybe that's the only thing he's heard. Here come those leaves, I think. In case you guys haven't noticed at home, I've uh, been dialing the hip hop. It's all the cocaine. It's lodged in the brain. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we, we got beaten up so bad, you piss blood! <laughs> I was watching National Treasure yesterday. <laughs> the only, like, movie that he's, like, semi decent. I guess oh, you could call us, uh,. More, uh, more treasure protected. <laughs> oh, I gotta get the map. Oh. I gotta steal the declaration in the <laughs> What a fucking guy, dude. What a guy. I love that man so much. <laughs> telling my friend Susie how uh, every morning people like to meditate. People like to do different, you know, work out in the morning and make make themselves wake up and feel feel a little better. Right. I like to watch Nicolas Cage losing his shit on YouTube, <laughs> and for those eight minutes, that's like my meditation. An eight minute. It's an eight minute montage of him just fucking <laughs> going over the top and just losing it. Have you seen him when he does the ABC? That's it's in oh, it. That's it. Yeah. Oh. It just doesn't go, does it? The fucking files don't go in a fucking box. A, B, C, D, E, F, fucking G. He's the best, dude. I love him. That's when he's running through the streets. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. Do you think he would have made this uh, better? And he can make anything better. And he's a Coppola. One of the worst ones, but he's still Coppola. He's got that name. Oh, I'm a, I'm a punk. Dude, I'm going to go watch fucking Valley Girl, dude. 
I'm a punk. Ah, oh, you. I don't belong here. I'm on the, I'm on the wrong side of the law. Oh, Johnny, are you queer? Dude, don't fu- don't point that guy. Yo, we've been going for an hour. We started. We started <laughs> Is it an hour already? We're over an hour. Wow. And we started about 15, 12 to fifteen minutes. And Chewie's still not home. Chewie's still not. We've watched fucking two performances, and we still have B. Arthur coming up. We still got B. Arthur. Yeah. Another two more. Uh, uh, two more pop-ups from what's his name. Uh, What's his name? The, the blackface. The Harvey Corbin. Oh man! So they're probably thinking he's dead. Yeah. Oh poor Lumpy! I'm gonna put on my headphones. Let me listen to my dad's voice. Oh, he's playing Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Simon stole rules, dude. Beep boop. Beep beep beep. Oh, no. Oh, okay, so they're telling him basically like they're searching for something. We are waiting the return of Captain Han Solo and his first mate. This is a, and this is a cartoon the, part. The Boba Fett cartoon. The Boba Fett cartoon. Oh God! Look at those crazy eyes on Luke. Cocaine. I have these cartoons too. I don't. I don't understand though why our CTPO is so animated when he's not animated. Like, well, like they they add more gestures to him, but he doesn't do that. Okay, they got Luke's voice. Oh, uh, hey, good. Yeah, dude, what the fuck, Sonic? Cool sideburns. So we've got Carrie Fisher in so, this, too. Carrie Fisher's Latina in this, dude. She looks like a Bratz doll. <laughs> she does. Uh-oh. Did it crash? Take R2, Luke. Um, so let's see. So this, it was considered canon. Okay. Perhaps the most baffling aspect of the holiday special is that at first, it was advertised as an official part of the franchise's canon. It featured the first appearance of Chewbacca's home planet, Kashyyyk, and of his family. Those remained a popular element of the expanded universe, now legends, or novels, of novels, comics, and video games. Okay. The holiday special's canon status ended with the purchase of Lucasfilm by Disney, which destroyed the validity of most of the expanded universe. Certain elements from the special, like Chewbacca's son Lumpy, have shown up in new material, placing it tentatively back into canon. Of course, this means that somewhere right now, George Lucas is super salty. Huh. So yeah, I know that that's one of the things that they've been doing. In the uh, comics, yeah, is that they're taking elements from here from various things that aren't considered canon anymore and bringing them back in, yeah, but changing it, yeah. So like one of the big ones was Han and Leia. They had uh, twins, and one of them was on the light side, the other was on the dark side. Yeah, I remember that. 
So now instead of them having twins, they just have Kylo Ren. Who's on the dark side? Let's get... Okay, was that a... Okay, R2's gonna fire the... Oh, okay, so he's eating... So they've crash-landed somewhere, and there's an alien trying to eat their ship. So they've ejected... Oh! Here comes Boba Fett. So, for those of you, as mentioned, this featured the first appearance of Boba Fett. For such a widely penned installment of the Star Wars franchise, a holiday special did introduce at least one important element to the mythos. The broadcast marked the official debut of Boba Fett, who would go on to be one of the most popular characters in the original trilogy. Boba had appeared in various promotional images, and George Lucas thought the holiday special was a perfect place for the Fett Man to make his on-screen debut before Empire Strikes Back. Boba Fett appears in a colorful and trippy animated sequence based on the artwork of French artist Mo Mobius. Oh, Mobius did this? No, it's the artwork is based. Based. Oh, okay. So Boba rides an alien dinosaur and has more cool dialogue than in the rest of the film combined. Yeah. All the Anarchies referred to as Darth Vader's right hand. Most agree this is the best part of the entire holiday special, although that's not exactly a high brand. Oh, look at that. Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, this is where this is filmed. KCCI TV, Des Moines, Iowa. So this was filmed in Iowa. Well, this one was recorded. <laughs> it, was filmed it, was record- it was recorded off a of TV in it Iowa. It looks like it was filmed in Iowa. So Chewie found a talisman. Oh, man. No, don't throw it in the dumper. He's a friend. Don't hurt him. What did he do to look? He didn't do anything. R2D2 has detected contamination. So, so Luke's passed out. Yeah. 3PO's trying to save Luke from being killed by Boba or no Chewbacca from being killed by Boba Fett. He says the only way to keep them alive is to let the blood rush of their heads. Oh. Okay, so so something's happening to them on this shit on the Millennium Falcon causing them to what, like their blood freeze or something? I think so. So the only way for them to gain consciousness for the blood to flow to their head, they have to be stored upside down. So that's why Han was like uh, upside down when it crashed. I'm more of a Han protector. Oh. I once. Is that a Sarlacc? No, it's his dinosaur. So now they've made it to some planet city. But he seems to be like a good guy at this point. I said stay, friend. Luke trusted me, and I'm your only chance of getting out of here alive. Huh. So he's so Boba Fett's trying to save them. This is interesting. Because he seems like an anti-hero at this point, not yeah. necessarily a mercenary or one working with the uh, Empire. Did you ever play the uh, Boba Fett game on PlayStation 2? No. Or PlayStation when it was a thing way back when? No, I, I stay away from everything Boba Fett. You don't like Boba Fett? Black, bro. 
That's JJ's department. Dude. JJ loves Boba Fett. I dig Boba Fett. I don't. I dig the look. I well, I mean, that's he didn't do much no, in the film. I mean, that's the that's the thing that everyone always wants is the look. It looks cool. I have no problem with the fucking look. But as far as the character, until they make like a badass fucking Boba Fett movie, right? I won't. I don't. Care. Are you gonna watch the Mandalorian? Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. That looks really. That good. looks really good. And they've done some good stuff with the uh, the Mandalorian. Uh, the, the people on like the TV shows. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm excited for that. I just don't like that all their suits look the same. The only way you tell them apart is by the cost. Yeah. That's why. Well, I think they're saying too that it's going to explain a lot about Boba Fett's past too. And how he's not really a Mandalorian. <laughs> no, he wears clothes. Well, he wears like the Mandalorian. Like he's like a man. He. Where's the Mandalorian gear? But he's technically not a Mandalorian. So, I'm so gonna, it's kind of like the like the whole uh, Yondu thing. Okay, you know where he got kicked out of the Ravagers, right? But he still reps like their he colors still reps the colors and insignia. Yeah. Like that. So what I think then is that Boba Fett. As a mercenary who killed another, who killed the Mandalorian, but uh, took his arm. Could be. And, and, or well, not Boba Fett, but Jango Fett did that. Yeah. And Boba Fett carries on his, his, his father's quotation, yeah. tradition. Look at Han's face. Says our oh, hey now. It's got like a Clint Eastwood thing going he, he, on. Dude, like he's, he's got a, eyes, man. It's worse than Clint Eastwood. His face is longer What's the longer than Sarah Jessica Parker. Nah. It's because you said Boba is a friend and faithful ally. That simply does not feed properly into R2's information bank. So R2 can't understand that. I want an IG-88 show, dude. That'd be cool if he shows up in it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he would. Shoot somebody. Wait, why does it need a fly? Oh, okay. Not again. All right. So Chewbacca do something goes wrong with Boba and is upset that everybody trusted him. He didn't smell right, according to Chewbacca. Well, let's get off this galactic raindrop. Captain Kazan, Starlog entry 324-1. Captain Kazan. May the force be with you. So wait. So Lumpy watched this. Is this a cartoon based on the heroes? This is a total mind clock where they have no idea what they're doing at this point. He's watching a cartoon based on his dad? Yeah, maybe they're like mythological heroes at this point. Oh, now they're just ravaging everything. These guys should have been the ravagers. They're just tearing up their house. On life day, no doubt. This is what the PD does, man. Is that a bantha? Yeah, it's like a stuffed He's animal. got a stuffed bantha. That's cool. Dude, I actually want that. That's pretty cool. Oh, now he's ripping it apart. Jesus. Oh, wow. Oh, you see right. the stick that was holding the head in. <laughs> Getting angry much or what?
can't believe this is still going on. This is still. We have no this idea. This shit's dragging so bad. We're an hour fifteen, so we're, so we're about we're, an hour in, and yeah. there's still another half hour. Yeah. Ninety-eight, another thirty-eight minutes. Go clean up your room. <laughs> We thank you folks for sticking with us. Because <laughs> this is a pretty tough watch. Nah, I mean, I don't thank you for sticking with us. I commend you. I commend you for guys. For fucking watching. You guys this. are the true fans. Yeah. You guys are the fucking real deal right here. I think really you should get a badge, like send away, like write Lucas and be like, look, like we fucking watched this. Send away and I'll make you guys a. Send, send us a, an instant message that you sat through the whole thing. And- I'll uh, I'll send you a. Uh, I survived the, the Star Wars holiday special and all. Like, <laughs> I'll all send you a sticker. <laughs> I'll send you a sticker or something. Dude, he's all bummed. He's like my fucking Bantha. My Bantha, I love riding it. I fucking hate cops. Imagine he's like fucking. <laughs> he's all anarcho after. He's like I fucking hate the system. That was my fucking Bantha. He starts a, a rap group called WWO. Fuck. Dude, and he's all bummed too. Look, he's like you're gonna fucking burn it. <laughs> Give him a Jedi funeral. He's <laughs> all bummed. Oh, he's gonna put it to sleep. Sleep, <laughs> sleep well, sleep sweet prince. Banda. Good night, sweet prince. <laughs> You'll be fine at the morning. He's uh, like, what the fuck's going on with my world? My dad's not here. I I People, it. Banta's heads are falling apart. <laughs> This is a creepy laugh. So he's, he's like, looks like he's looking for he's scheming. You think he's like plotting? He's like, fucking, no one's gonna do it. I gotta gonna, pick up the pieces. I'm, yeah. He goes, first they fucked my house up. Now they fucking, I'm hungry. I can't eat my dinner. They ripped my bat the head off. Okay, so now. Okay, so. So he's he's so the wife is listening to a uh, infomercial. It's not the wife. Oh, it's Lumpy. Oh, it's an instructional video. So at one point in the holiday special, Chewbacca's son Lumpy watches an instructional video to guide him through some uh, some sort of uh, electronic repair. The host of the segment. The ubiquitous Harvey Corman teaches Lumpy a difficult procedure step by step by the tape, uh, uh, but the tape appears to be slightly worn. Instead of causing the video to skip, it affects the show. The host of the show, who frequently performs bizarre actions, freezes mid-sentence and eventually slumps over on his table, slurs his speech, and passes out. The entire sequence is truly unsettling and far creepier than than necessary for a holiday movie. So as he's me- so as Lumpy's messing with the tape on on this machine that he's fixing, it's messing with Harvey Corbin. Okay. So it's the first thing you'll need. So it causes him to jump. Please be careful not to hurt yourself on the sharp edges. Oh. This is weird. Ah. Okay, so he tells him to be careful. Wait. Now, what? Find the circuit so is he supposed to be a robot? 
by the way, let's start calling these components by their proper names. Circuit. Breaker. So, he... Ugh. <laughs> oh, so Gato, dude. Okay. So I don't get. So is is Lumpy as he's working on it? It's messing with with his guide. On the well, I think he took he took it off manually off himself to show and like demonstrate. So now it's fucking him up. Watch me. Watch you. Oh. I love this so much. I uh, I fucking love this. Like, even though I know this is kind of garbage. It, yeah, it's, it's, pretty, pretty, it's pretty, pretty, rough, dude. It's pretty fucking great. Though. Yeah, clean my Somebody use a shirt. <laughs> okay. He was wiping his nose. Oh man. It's like you know when you're stuffed up, stuffed up, and you're. Your nose is plugged, but somehow it's still running. Yeah. That's what's happening right now. You need to take some Alka-Seltzer. I took some Zyrtec earlier. I don't know what that is. For allergies, but... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't. So I think this dude's done. <laughs> he's dead. Yeah. Uh, he's he's yeah. picking his nose. He's picking his nose off. He has allergies, too. <laughs> so Lumpy still has no idea what to do. I still have no idea what's going on. Okay, so now it's that scene, and now, okay, now they're back on Kashyyyk still. Since they've never left. What's up with these noises? So, so got, why is he fixing this? I have a, Maybe it's to, to contact another way to try contact Chewie? Okay. But I don't buy it because they have a communicator. They maybe it's something off grid. Okay, so now they're on Tatooine. Well, they're watching a video on Tatooine with scenes from A New Hope. These deleted scenes. Oh, what? Okay, Cantina. We've got a... Uh, Greedo? Greedo's alive? Maybe it's just another space actor like him. So here... So yeah, I like that guy. That character. The one that freaked me out the most was a guy with like that little red thing hanging off his face. Yeah. And he like tickles it. Oh, wait, he's got his arm. Ponda Baba. Yeah. He's still alive, and he's got both arms. Maybe they, maybe they fucking put it back on him. I wonder if Amazon's in here. For those of you that don't he know. doesn't like you. Amazon's my favorite uh, character. I don't like you. You better watch it. I have a death sentence on 12 systems. I'll be careful. You'll be dead. Uh, no, uh, there's B. Arthur. There's B. Arthur and uh, Harvey Corman's in this scene too. Thank you for being a friend. Down this brown road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a friend and a confidant. 
So she's got a suitor. Invited everyone you knew. Yeah, what's up with his head? It's weird that B. Arthur's look like B. Arthur for like 20 years. As long as I, for, I, I, every time I see her, she's always old. But even like the, the Dean Martin roast, which isn't like too far away from this. Before or after? I think this is before. No, this is after the the, D, the Dean Martin roast, because I think Dean Martin roast were probably like 70s, early 70s. So, so this but is she, after? Yeah, but she still looks the same. She's looked like B. Arthur forever. So... The strangest celebrity to make a cameo in the holiday special is probably B. Arthur of Golden Girls fame. <laughs> Arthur plays a rough-and-tumble role as a cantina bartender. She pours drinks into a hole on top of a man's head and even gets in on the musical action with a barely competent number. Her ditty is kind of, sort of, set the tune, uh, set to the tune of the famous cantina songs. Unfortunately for Arthur, her role required no identity masking makeup, and she was prominently featured in the opening credits, ensuring that millions of viewers associated her with the cinematic disaster. Despite the embarrassment, Arthur's appearance was mildly progressive, as she's become the third human woman with a speaking role in the Star Wars franchise. So the third human woman. That can't be. At the time, maybe. That can't be, though. Yeah, maybe. Who? Can, can you name the female, uh, human females? The what? The human females, uh, characters that have had speaking roles in the Star Wars thing? In all of them? Just in general, in the in the Star Wars universe of films. Carrie Fisher, Leia, yes. Um, Natalie Portman, Padme, yes. Uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter. I don't know what her character's name is, but yes. Yeah, that's three. Um, what's her name from Twin uh, Peaks? General from Last Jedi? Don't you pink hair? Put out her name. Twin Peaks? She's in Twin Peaks. Laura Dern. Laura Dern, yes. Uh, yeah, dude, she's fucking huge in it. She was? Yes. Oh wait, in the in the revival, yes, in the revival, she plays a. She's in the early shit. She's uh the the voice recorder that uh that mm-hmm. what's his name talks to. Yeah. For those of you that don't, don't know. Uh, does does it count for that girl that dances for Jabba before she kills? No, because she's an alien. Uh, okay, so it has so to be human. like human women. Human, but no, like, like the Arthur here, where there's yeah. no makeup or anything, yeah. like, to conceal her identity or something. Yeah, the only recent ones I can think of are probably the the Abrams and like the new canon stuff. Right, you get, you've got Ray. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's all I can think of. You've got the 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 one the one woman in. Um, 
on the resist on the uh, first order side in uh, Force Awakens. She's the one in the uh, Game of Thrones who uh, breastfeeds her like ten year old kid. Yeah, and gets oh, thrown yeah. out of that hole. Yeah, her. Does Captain Phasma count? But you can't see her face. Yeah, that's some okay. And uh, if you, if, if, for those of you that collect, at the Disney store, I saw a toy of Captain Phasma, where she's got the uh, the battle damage to her helmet. So you see like her eye, uh, and like some of her face. It looks pretty cool. That's cool. But not for twenty five bucks. Was it like the Black Series? Yeah, it was the Black Series. The Black Series are fucking tight, dude. I've got a couple. I've been getting... I, I got some uh, NECA toys from uh, Target. Oh, uh, okay. And getting a... Uh, uh, a Freddy Krueger figure from... Uh, was it Dream Warriors? Oh, okay. Where it's him, but he also comes with like some interchangeable heads and um, and I guess those dogs with human heads with the with the guy's head on it. Yeah. And then uh, Pennywise from the new hit. Oh, okay. That's cool. And then at, uh, so this is still happening. Yeah, this sounds like a Tina, and she's just kind of like greeting everybody. Um, at FYE, they have uh, buy one fig action figure, get one for free. So we bought an elf, and we got Clark Griswold for free. Oh, cool. For the, like, Christmas vacation. It is a hockey mask. And I've been pretty lucky, because I know a couple couple episodes ago we talked about how I went to uh, uh, Christmas shopping. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky. It hasn't been bad. I don't want any more trouble. Take care. Of the I don't believe it, but no, it hasn't. I on uh, Thursday. Yeah, I went. I had uh, uh, my youngest kids with me, and I was I, I left the house like at nine to go shopping. Yeah, got everything I needed. I was at the mall for maybe an hour and a half, two hours. No, like an hour and a half. Yeah, uh, stopped at like two other stores. Got the kids some lunch. I got some tacos. Got pretty much everybody I needed. Was able to come home, clean up a bit, start wrapping gifts. Got so much fun. Nice. Because I knew I made a list. Yeah. I knew what I was getting, who I was getting for. Not, not, uh, not, oh, let me look at this. Let me try and get this. Yeah. I don't know who to get this. He came in with a plan. Okay, so now B. Arthur starting her number. So, fucking twenty minutes into her being there, oh my <laughs> so God. about drinking and all the shit she's saying. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know, time, friend, time can fly. Oh what is up with like? I, I, it's something that's like lost today. As far as like, there's not too many people that still <coughs> do the song and dance thing. And it's a slow tempo of. Yeah. Uh, 
but just as far as like B. Arthur came from that world still where it's just like like she's still an actress yeah but she can still do a lot like they all have yeah. that same voice like it's very like Ethel Merman yeah it's a big everything's rap. coming up roses and daffodils that's that's big old rat is butthead guy this song, this fucking special is literally fucking boring me to death, huh? No, I, no, it's it's not helping. <laughs> You're like yawning the whole time. No, it's not helping this freaking cold, dude. Nah, I, and then the, the fact I that nothing's really going on, I'm like, oh, let's let's yeah. let's make sure we're talking about I stuff. Blame the holiday special. Okay, so now she's saying goodbye to patrons. Oh, and Panda Baba is over here grabbing her. Wants to dance with her, so now she's dancing. With Walrus Man. Are both his. Oh, I want to see the others. Oh, they are. Short sleeve. It's a short sleeve jacket. Because that would have been funny if only one sleeve was short. Oh. Rito cut in. Uh oh. So now someone else she's dancing with. Oh, he got he got taken out by the bouncer. It's good night, friends. Last call. So they ordered basically everybody to to get off and go home. Like fuck off. The vampire came on the screen and was like, "Yeah, like automatically shut down." But she's still them. singing. And well, she's telling them to get the get fuck out, out, but in a yeah. nice way. But then no one's leaving because they think it's all part of the show. Follow me, because I'm leaving too. Okay. No, it's just noise. <laughs> la 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 la. Okay, I'll dance him out the door. Nice. What was that guy? That's the back of the. Uh... So is that guy grabbing the cups as they're leaving? The oh maybe. Because that's a lot of fucking cups to be taken off with. He's probably got like twenty arms. You know I'm here, friend. Yeah, no, he's only. Is that got... Lurch? Yeah, I know, right? Looks like Doyle. Ludo Sid. Ludo? Ludo Sid. So, so now she says bye to the bartender and uh, that, I'm assuming the uh, That person grows barmaid. up to be death at, uh, from Bill and Ted's. With, with the, with the can- I think powder with, the, uh, with like the cancer... Uh, uh, Did he have cancer? Handicap thing? I don't know. But he dies, right? I don't know. I don't remember. I think he dies. Let's do powder next time. That's a long one. If I, if I remember, it's like two and a half hours. No people behind the bar, bro. Like, you don't work there. And Why they did they watch that? Why? And for that long, too. To make sure she closed up? Jesus Christ. Oh, 
Oh, okay. So uh, he rigged it. Okay, so Lumpy, that Lumpy machine thing it. that he was working on. Yeah. It was to, I'm assuming, to hack into their comm system and send them home. Yeah. Okay, so that was pretty smart on him. Sapphire's kicking rocks. And left one stormtrooper there. I think it ends up being somebody, too. Doesn't it? Like, he takes his hat and he takes his helmet off. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Luke. No, it's nobody. He just takes off. Oh, he's going up to the Uh-oh. To Lumpy's room. Uh-oh, Lumpy's got a malfunctioning uh, device. Oh, shoot him. Yo, in the head. Shoot him in the head, no, man. No, no, daddy, no. Shoot the computer, not me. Look at that scared look on his face. Like a, Sounds like a little fat kid who has to eat his vegetables. Wow, that was kind of <laughs> specific, dude. <laughs> Jesus. He looked like he looked like this uh, this girl I knew in elementary, middle, and high school. She was like a grade or two below me, but she was like huge, and yeah, she had the exact same face. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, che- Chewbacca made it home at gunpoint. And Han's right there. Han's gonna sneak up on him. Oh, hey! Knocked down the gun. Oh, Oh, made him trip and fell off. Oh, wow! Why wouldn't you let Chewie hold him? That's your. Oh, there you go. Look at that crossbow. Such a badass gun. Bowcaster. They made it home. The uh, and then Hans Zola starts singing. Does Hans Solo ever talk about the or like not Hans Solo? Does fucking Harrison Ford ever talk about the fucking special? I doubt it. I watch this piece of shit. Fucking garbage. Where is it? Oh, okay. So the Wookiee suits nearly killed Chewbacca's family. So the holiday special introduces Chewie's fa- to Chewie's Chewie's <laughs> Chewbacca's Los family. Who the Wookiee? Who the Wookiee then proceeds to never visit or mention for the rest of the trilogy. Chewie's wife Mala, his son Lumpy, and his father. Itchy. Oh, is it Mala? Yeah, Mala. Oh, okay. All same live in Mala. the same treehouse on Kashyyyk, but they look a little less. Put together than the than the rebels in the family. See, their Wookiee suits were made a lot more cheaply than Chewbacca's, which made them functionally death traps. Functional death traps. The actors could only be inside the suits for twenty minutes at a time before overheating. After which, they needed rest, fluids, and in some cases, oxygen. Dang, sir! They could have killed their their actors. I mean, I think they did. Slowly with this fucking dialogue, dude. Okay, so they share some words. Mala, 
and Chewie, and he comes in and gives them all hugs. Oh, Mala's crying. Oh, gosh, she's an ugly crier. She's a Kim Kardashian crier. Oh, does he kiss her? Oh, hey, now he's going in for that neck. Yo, he's getting necker, frisky. dog. Necker. Do it, eh? Do it, Holmes. Show your hind that you care about her, dog. Oh, no, just a hug. Wow. Weak. Weak. Alright. Oh, they're getting a knock on the door. Who could it be? Oop. Lumpy's nervous. Hey! Are you sure how to make a guy feel It's the repair guys. I wouldn't be surprised if him and Mala had a had something going on. So the holiday special, the special, had some real talent behind it. Aside from its star-studded cast, the film also boasted a talented group of writers. George, Li- George Lucas provided the bare bones of the plot, and comedy legend Bruce Valanche is one of the head writers. Did you realize that? What? Bruce Valanche is one of the head writers? Yes, I, I was reading that when I looked up the Diane Carroll. Unfortunately for Valanche, Lucas was adamant that the story needed to center around Chewbacca's family. Despite the others, the other writers' concerns that following around a group of furry humanoids who communicate via grunting didn't make for great entertainment. Blanche and the others tried to make the best of the situation, but nobody came away proud of themselves. They just felt dirty. <laughs> dirty. George, we need to fucking put subtitles on these. Uh, I like them. Um, I like them. Talk to this guy. <laughs> Yes, but we need subtitles. I can understand what this is. <laughs> it's all that matters. Man, I wish this beer was kicking in harder. Jesus Christ. Un tall boy. I had maybe uh, had three inside earlier. <laughs> You're feeling good, then? No, no, I'm not feeling anything. Uh, I think my my, my intolerance, here. dude. That's probably the special. It's my intolerance. Is it intolerance? No, my tolerance. Tolerance. Uh, let me go drive and pick up some more. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. He's really not. No, but Watch I'll, out for I'll him. I'll probably fall asleep. I'll probably fall asleep after this. All right. So now they're just kind of wandering around the room. What are they holding? Cups? Uh-oh. They're just holding cups. I think. Huh. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so now it's dark. So he made it home at the very end of Life Day. What are these? Candy apples? Um, I believe that is the mosquito from Jurassic Park. Chips on a stick? Okay, so they're under a spotlight. I think this is the beginning of Bohemian Rhapsody, dude. (laughs) Okay, so a close-up now. I think those are fish eggs. Okay, so now they're all in robes, 
standing Whoa, in, in spikes. Look at those robes, dude. It's like fucking Anton LaVey, dude. Oh, dude, wow, this is dude. the end of Crossroads, Bone Thugs and Harmony, dude, when they're going up the mountain. Oh my god. This is like uh this is like uh, a Heaven's Gate or something. They're like Heaven's Gate, they're all in rows and they're all waiting going into the light. See you at the crossroads, you won't be. The holiday special's climax, if it can be called that, features the whole gang getting together to celebrate Life Day with a misty cavern sing along. All the Wookiees wear gigantic red Snuggies, which seem like an unnecessary, unnecessarily warm choice for shaggy gorillas to make. I was going to say, they're fucking covered in hair. Why would you need a robe? The crimson sl- slankets were actually picked for practical real-world reasons. The production crew wanted to save money by avoiding the purchase of dozens of extra Wookiee costumes, so covering the actors' bodies in cheap fabric was a handy trick. Fucking A. It was probably also a lot more comfortable for the actors as Peter Mayhew didn't look to be wearing the rest of the costume underneath the robe. So they've got easily, what, 30? Oh, yeah, no, you can tell he's not wearing the chewy costume underneath. His head's, like, super big, and then, like, his body's all thin. Yeah, it's all English skinny. He's all English. Look, George, I will wear the mask, but I'm not going to wear a fucking whole suit if you're wearing the red. Oh, whoa. Did you see her walk in? Yeah. Bouncy, bouncy. Jeez. <laughs> they really don't have bras in space, folks. They don't, dude. George is in there. Let her wear underwear. But we all share with you the hope that this day brings us closer to freedom and to harmony and to peace. No matter how different we appear, all the same in our struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. I hope that this day will always be a day of joy in which we can reconfirm our dedication and our courage and more than anything else, our love for one another. So she gave a nice little speech. They're all at the tree of life. Okay, now they're going to sing. Oh, wow. He's like not even there. He's just singing. Checked out. Mentally checked out. Let's see. I think there's a fun fact about her singing here. Maybe Paul Simon wrote this for her. The holiday special culminates in a musical number. Look at fucking Harrison Ford, dude. He's so checked out. (laughs) Uh, In a musical number where Princess Leia sings the Life Day song, which conveniently goes to the tune of Star Wars theme. This performance was a major reason Carrie Fisher signed on to this special in the first place as she was looking to launch her own musical career. Oh. The Life Day song obviously didn't help her there, although the quality of her singing suggests she wouldn't have had much success as a vocalist anyway. Fisher appears to be completely lit up on cocaine throughout the entirety (laughs) of her appearance, which may have actually been the case given her personal history. Called it. I just want to know if the uh, the long nail pops up in there. I'm sure. I'm sure they're covering it with the robe. When she's walking, she has her hands like kind of together. And then the actors who participated in Star Wars special did did so out of both contractual obligation and a desire to keep surprising. Uh, 
to keep the surprising success of the first film rolling. None of them were particularly happy with what they went through. Harrison Ford describes the whole experience as an embarrassment. (laughs) Carrie Fisher isn't any kinder, calling it awful and not in, in the good way. Mark Hamill is the only one with a somewhat positive view on the holiday special. He says he knew it was a mistake from the start, but doesn't feel that feel they should be ashamed about it because it showed how fallible they were. Leave it to Mark to make even this piece of space garbage mildly endearing. I like that guy, dude. He's always got a positive spin on everything. Yep. Embraces his fandom. So now they're just showing uh, like a montage of a yeah, new hope. montages of a new hope kind of stuff. And- so, I don't know if you noticed, but during the opening of the Star Wars Holiday Special, there's a roll call where each actor is introduced, along with the act, uh, where each character is introduced, along with the actor portraying the, that character. Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher all get shoutouts, but when it comes uh, time to introduce everyone's favorite droid, the narrator says, "And R2D2 as R2D2." Of course, that's not accurate, as actor Kenny Baker was inside the R2 costume the entire time. And this is not just anti-costumed actor bias, as Peter Mayhew and Anthony Daniels get mentioned as the actors behind Chewbacca and C-3PO, respectively. It's just Kenny Baker who gets snubbed for no real reason at all. What a dick. So now we're at the end. We're on in uh, Chewie's home. They're all staring endearingly at each other over uh, some glass balls not saying anything just kind of looking what they see I don't know okay they're praying they gra- they, they grasp hands around the table okay bow their heads Okay, they're all kind of just... Look. Okay, now they're all bowing their head. And that is it. Now a pen out from their home to show their full house in Kashyyyk. Wow. Wow. Okay, that now credits roll. Guys. Congratulations. So, you made it. So the last, the last bit. Many Star Wars fans hate the holiday special, while others appreciate its quirkiness. A rare few even celebrate it as a high point in the uh, in the franchise. However, no person on this earth feels more strongly about it than George Lucas. He absolutely loathes it. Um, Lucas has adamantly refused to re-release or rebroadcast the special, forcing anyone who wants to watch it to seek out a bootleg. And in, I do. In fact. Lucas once described how he'd love to track down each of these bootleg copies and smash them, in, smash them with a sledgehammer. The days of internet piracy have ended Lucas's dream of obliterating the dreaded holiday special from the public record, but his hatred burns on with the fury of a billion death stars. So yeah. Well, all right. All right, all right, all right. Well, that was the Star Wars holiday special. That we will never, ever do commentary again Never on. watch again. I will watch it again. I probably will. But I will probably fall asleep like I've done many times when I watch it. <laughs> Holy shit, this was dog shit. Yep. But 
as a as a fan of Star Wars, as an Uber fan, I fucking love the special. I don't care what anybody says. It's fucking dog shit, but I love dog shit shit, so it's all right. I can watch it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wow. So uh, okay, so Iowa we had, had to, to we had to miss Incredible Hulk and Wonder Woman for the Star Wars holiday special. Well, there you go, guys. So that was the holiday special. I uh, I kind of lost a little bit of myself within it. It's been over an hour and a half, and you don't come out good. Nope. After you watch this, because nope. it's an hour and a half of your fucking time wasted. Usually, I I don't really feel like that because I always put it on and I end up doing something. Or you have it on as background noise. You don't sit through and watch I would sit it. through and, and like legitimately watch it because holy fuck, that was rough. That was really rough. Yeah, but if I had to pick Saving Christmas or this, I think Saving Christmas probably would have been a worse or. Like a you little, so? little more worse than this, yeah. Think so? I think so. But I mean, at least we know what people are saying to each other. Very true. <laughs> but, and I'm just going to go on a limb and say this. I think there's more dialogue to this movie than there would be for Saving Christmas. Interesting. Because that Very one looks fucking terrible. But my third, my third option that I was going to bring okay. wasn't a holiday movie at all. It was a movie I bought from from Walmart a year like years ago, like okay. 2010, and it's called Baby Mama Drama. And I don't know who put it out, but I'll send you the cover next time. I'll, okay. I'll send it to you when I get home. I gotta look for it. But I bought it off the cover because it has really low production value. Okay, and it's a cholo. That has like five different girls that he's messing around with. And it's called Baby Mama Drama. Let's see if I can find it. See if you can find it. It's a really terrible looking fucking cover. Like it's really bad. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really poorly made. I've watched it once. I don't remember it. I just remember that there was a theme song to it. So every cutscene would have him go, ooh. Baby mama drama. That's <laughs> the only fucking thing I remember about that movie. See, we should have watched that one. I'll, we can watch it next time, dude. It's it's pretty awful. We'll watch it next time. All right. Yeah. So that was that. Um, we're oh, this is a super sized episode for you folks. So you'll have plenty of uh, plenty of time to uh, sit in front of your computer, watch uh, watch this. If you're driving home, hopefully you're stuck in traffic. <laughs> and can uh, put your phone, put something on as a put put the special on as you're driving and and going two inches every uh, every couple five minutes or so. So uh, yeah, uh, is there anything else you wanna you wanna say, Zeke? Anything you wanna? No, <laughs> at all. all right. I'm such a I'm such at a loss of words of like B. Arthur's fucking shit that I had to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to process everything I saw. Very surprised about it. Yeah. But, um, Merry Christmas, everybody. By the time this gets out, um, it'll, be it'll probably be after, after maybe. Christmas. But, uh, yeah, hope you guys had a good holiday. Hope you guys had a good Festivus. Today's technically Festivus, so we're uh, about 20 minutes before Christmas Eve. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, enjoy 24 hours of a Christmas story.
I'll be watching uh, all of it. Watching. I'll be watching nonstop. Yeah. Um, I know uh, just a couple of things. Just some business before we go. Uh, Zeke's band, The Rippertons, yes. have their first show set up. January 28th at uh, Marty's on Newport with Marty's. Larry and his flask. Marty's on Newport. Yeah, so it should be cool. So if you live in the area, check them out. I know Doodlandron says she's like five minutes away. Oh, really? Cool. So I told her uh, Zeke's going to be expecting you there. She's I like, hope. I'll try. That means no. So she won't be yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've tried a lot, and each time that meant I'm lazy and I'm not going to bug Yeah. Yeah. So is that. Um, New music coming out soon? Yeah, uh, pretty soon. Still working on writing, still still continuously writing, but um, trying to get back in the studio hopefully soon and finish all that up. So um, I wanted to have music by that first show, but I don't think it's going to be ideal yet. So uh, hopefully by March, maybe, maybe February. Earliest. Nice. Yeah, so it should be cool. Nice. So uh, follow their Instagram page at the Rippertons. Yeah, they've been uh, they've been posting up some uh, some previews of yeah. their music. Sound pretty choice. I, I dig it. Pretty choice. I like the songs that I didn't have anything to do with. Those are my favorite. But you could hear you could hear Zeke's voice. Yes. Very very. You you feel the the emotion in his voice. It's pain. Uh, Alex. Alexis, yes. Short for Al. Al, yeah. Alex, yes. Alexis, Alexis, yes. Uh, you hear her, her, uh, her, her primal screams. I can't, but okay. But it, but it's in, it's, it's in a very, it's in a very, like sensual way. You're getting really creepy with this right now. <laughs> but check them out. It sounds really good. Uh, I'm very excited to, to hear more music. Um, so yeah, don't, don't wait. Follow them. Um, myself, check out my art. If you don't already, follow me. I underscore Drew underscore Andrew. Got plenty of pins. Got my Homer titty eye pins or Chi Chi eye pins. Yeah. Whatever you want to call like them. Um, so I got those. I got my McPoyle pin that dropped this week. So uh yeah. Show your support, share it, let us know let me know what you think, let us know what you want to hear, what you want to see from us. Uh always uh, as always, like us, rate, subscribe on iTunes. Yes. And check out all the BICBP radio network shows. Yeah. Huge shout out to our producer Chris. Yeah, once again, thank you for everything. Thank you, dude. Merry Christmas. Uh, and thank you to all our listeners. Merry Christmas. And hopefully we, you will hear us before the end of the new year. Uh, other than that, uh, bye. <laughs>